Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had an amazing, delightful Super Bowl weekend. I know I did. I know I did. Wow, what a weekend. So much is going on this morning that we have to unpack. Yeah, we're a little late. Sorry to those who were waiting for the episode, but it's been a crazy morning. It's been a crazy morning. It was a crazy weekend. We were both away on our respective little road trips. And then there was a huge storm yesterday. I was planning to drive back yesterday with my Me friends, too. but none of us wanted to drive in the snow. And the snow was like literally, you it was crazy where I was. You couldn't leave early and you couldn't leave late and you couldn't leave in the middle. We were truly stuck. So we just made the best of it. And I actually wound up having an amazing Super Bowl Sunday with my friends. And then we woke up at 6 a.m. this morning and drove straight to the studio, did my Oof. makeup here, which is why like I'm wearing a pair of shoes that I would probably never wear on the show, but I didn't go home first. And it was the weather, like blame it on the, the weather. The man. You know, I too drove straight, but I stopped at home, so that's why I look like much better than you. Wow. Hurtful. I just feel like my sweater is just... It's really it's cute. Also an, it's actually a cute sweater, but one that I never plan to wear on the show is more of like a lounge sweater, because mm-hmm. I don't know that it's super flattering, but I did the best that I could, and I actually wound up really maximizing my weekend, and... It was, it was fabulous. Yeah, you know, like whenever I have like a sleepover, let's say, on a weekend, I'm the type of gal who wakes up on Sunday morning and just runs home because I like to, you know, make my Sundays productive, clean my house, wash my hair. And so I miss out on like a big chunk of sleepover while I'm running home on Sunday mornings. And it was something crazy about like spending, usually at Brian's, like I'll wake up and just bounce. But spending the whole day there, we went snow tubing, we watched Super Bowl, we made chili, we made queso, we made a roast chicken. Like it was so fabulous. So fabulous. So it all worked out. Maybe the weatherman, you know, had a little something up his sleeve for us. He just knew we needed like a little bit more weekend. Yeah. And he gave it to us. And it's like my big plans for being at home were to make my spinach artichoke dip. Well, Magnolia table recipe. Hang with Bruce and watch the Super Bowl. And I wound up doing all those things just with my friends. And And without Bruce. And without Bruce, which was really hard. And I still haven't seen Bruce. And I fucking miss Bruce, he's on the loose. Well, me and Theo like spent the weekend like falling in love all over again. I heard, I heard. It was, it was, it was headline news. It was such a good weekend. And Mar- I made Margot come with me and she brought Magnolia. And TPG has like a beautiful home with tons of rooms. But of course, like I made Margot sleep with me. And it was in the bed, me, Margot, Theo, Magnolia. And it was like heaven, heaven. Damn. Damn. Even though I slept horribly. Like the, Magnolia lays on your head and Theo lays on your feet. Like you just, yeah, you're getting I've, it. I've heard that Magnolia lays on your head. It, I'm sleeping and I hear something like sniffing and scratching behind me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not used to that. Theo does not go above my waist. Like he likes the bottom of the bed. So it was just a lot. And I didn't necessarily like have a good sleep, but I enjoyed myself with my family. Yeah. And you definitely had like a fulfilling, meaningful sleep. And that's 
more important, arguably. Yeah, it's a new sensation. That really sounds like so heavenly. Um, I'm jealous and I'm, I'm sad for Bruce that like he, he didn't get to experience that. But sometimes, you know, the cousins have to hang out without the youngest cousin. That's okay. He's not old enough to ride this ride. But it was nice. Like, I, I feel like I usually do like the most for the Super Bowl. But it was just like very, you know relaxed and it was nice I drank wine it was just lovely it was really lovely it and I just like watched it there was no one there that was like so invested like stressing me out ben, like, I barely, yeah. like I was like registering what was happening but like no no emotions were invested except I remembered that I had $50 coming to me my palms are itchy I've got money coming in hey Claude where's my Venmo okay you know what I'll send it even though like I thought it was really more of a like hypothetical a well I mean bet but I'll send it you sent the request let me it send did it make watching the game more interesting so if we're not going to follow follow through it's like what are we doing well the thing is is that I'm so glad you brought that up because I was in Pennsylvania where it is legal to bet on sports so you can download apps like DraftKings Sportsbook that will only work when you're in certain states so during for I bet uh, like money on random things like the coin toss who was gonna win and even though I did think the Chiefs would um I, I, w- I was hoping it was their time. I did bet on the Buccaneers because I'm not stupid. And I made $400. So I'll give you my 50 Wow, that's so great because last night you called me. You're like, I lost so, well, so much money I can't pay. The thing is, is that the $400 that I made, you can also play blackjack on this app. And I, oh. I lost it all. I didn't end up cashing out my winnings because I lost it all. on. So it was like I was net even, but it felt like I lost. But did you have a good time? I did. I, like, I can never live in a state where it's legal because these apps make it too easy and you know when you're playing at blackjack on an app like it's so rigged against you because it's like oh for a sure because it can literally be i sent it you're welcome wow thanks so much i just love being you know true to our word you know you're right i'm, I'm a woman of right my word to do it. and one time it will be your time yeah it's just like, it was I, like so not the chief's time like not even no close. not even not even one touchdown like how no, disgraceful they, but they got like some points on the board yeah but not from a touchdown like from it, the kicks it was really disgraceful like, and you know what not that i'm an analyst or anything but the true disgrace was the defense on the chiefs like it wasn't Patrick Mahomes' fault. They kept sacking him. Yeah. So it's like, where is the line of defense? No, they were not protecting him whatsoever. That's their job. To like, protect at all costs. And there was not even one cost. Not a cost. Not, not a single cost. So not it was a frustrating. Cost. Even though, like, I knew they were going to lose. But I just love an underdog story. I know. I just thought it was going to be, um, like, more interesting and and more of a a nail biter I feel like for the last few Super Bowls it's like really just been like there's a winner the whole time and I find that so boring like give us a game yeah but at least like there was points being scored I think the most boring Super Bowls is where there's like no touchdowns like nothing's really happening yeah also I felt like you know the Super Bowl came at a great time for our country I felt very unified watching the Super Bowl like just everyone was online like talking about the same thing and like it was just even though it's like you know different teams like we're all in it together no there was a lot of excitement and it was it was Nice to just see like a big sporting event like old times, you yeah. know, just like old times. And there were people in the stadiums like it was crazy. Yeah, but they weren't really showing us a lot of the stadium. Even when they did the field stuff at the end, like it was like on portrait mode. Everything in the background was blurred. Did you see okay. that? The whole Super Bowl was on portrait mode. And like, is that like an artistic style or they just don't want people like be seeing what's going on in the background? And like someone at CBS got a new camera and they couldn't stop playing with the portrait mode feature. I was so confused. They did it once. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But time and time again, it's like, all right, we get it. You have the feature no and also when I was watching the end it was like Tom in portrait mode and then the back of Travis Kelsey like going into back into the locker room and I felt like I was watching a movie no it was emotional it felt like the end of the movie I mean ask me how many times I've watched that video of Giselle and the kids running down to hug Tom Brady so cute so cute and I just really felt like I did a little bit of research because I feel like a lot of people are always like interested in you know the Bridget Moynihan of it all for those who don't know he was dating Bridget Moynihan I don't I know how anyone can not but know. I didn't know that this is how it happened okay 
He was dating Bridget Moynihan. They broke up. He started dating Giselle, and then Bridget found out she was pregnant. So they weren't even together when she found out. Um, but of course, they decided to like co-parent and everything. I'm sorry. There's like literally like a hair in my mouth. That stinks. It's sick. Sick. Ugh. Fucking sick. Whatever. So I was now. So I feel like whenever I watch like them interact, like I always look at the oldest son, like to see like you know. And Giselle is just like from. I, mean, I don't know if she was like acting, but like it just really felt like she was like. Like, treating them all like they were her own. Like, it was just, like, a lovely blended family. I think they have a lovely blended family. I think it worked out very well. And um, Bridget Moynihan, when they won the, the conference finals and now the Super Bowl, she's always supporting Tom on social media because that's, like, her kid's son, father. So it's just, like, it's really, like, a picture of, you know, blended family and, and maturity at its finest. Yeah, it's a modern family. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very nice to see. And the fact that they're all famous like makes it so much more interesting. Yeah, famous and fabulous. Because there are plenty of excellent blended families across the country, <laughs> but like I really care about Giselle's, you know? I care I about agree. the other ones too. But. And also I care about Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler's in the movie Blended because it's a fantastic movie about blending families. I never saw it. Oh my God, Claudia, it's so good. Like you wouldn't think it would be good. Like you'd think it'd be annoying. But there's just so many great moments. It's like, it's on point. No, I know. It's just like one of those movies I never wanted to see. And you, like, you should treat yourself, especially since you've now voiced an interest in blended families. Well, I am going to treat myself. I meant to do it this weekend, but I just like didn't get to it. But I've been meaning to treat myself to like a glass of wine and RV. I haven't done it yet, but I'm, mm. that's like, that is a night coming up for me at some point. I know it's in my future. Wow, that sounds really, really nice. Speaking of movies, I want to say two things. Okay. The first is that since it's Monday and it is February, we are going to announce our second Toast movie of the week for Black History Month. This time we've decided to shift from, you know, black trauma to more of a comedy. Yeah. This one's called Little. Little. It's on HBO Max starring Issa Rae. Regina Hall, and I don't know anything about it, but I've heard it's great. I've read, I know like the basic premise, and it gives me major camper vibes. I'm excited. It has BCE, big camper energy. <laughs> yes. The second thing I wanted to say as it pertains to movies is that I went on a journey this weekend. Okay. And that journey was the Lifetime movie and documentary of Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake, I would say, of watching the movie first. And I want to preface that I've never... I know Lifetime does these movies. They do The Royals. They do Britney. Like, everyone gets one. It's like a rite of passage. I've never seen one, but I know that they're not, like, good movies. I know it's very much like the Hallmark genre of movies. Don't bring Hallmark into this. No, let me just say, because it's, like, it's like bad movies that are good. Don't bring Hallmark That's into this. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Hallmark would never. And I watched the the scripted movie first and I couldn't believe what I was watching. Like it was so community theater, like skit, like at, first of all, they covered 30 years of her career in a 50 minute movie. Like it was so crazy fast. I just felt like it was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how bad it was. Like what I was, and it was like, obviously like bad, like in a good way, but like it was just it. And I'm so glad I ended up watching the documentary because Wendy Williams is a story worth sharing. Like, what she has been through, and, you know, she doesn't get enough respect put on her name at all. Like, what she did in, in radio, they really say she's, like, the female Howard Stern, and she was, and, like, she was getting into fights with people. She, like, invented, like, talking openly about, like, blind gossip and, like, you know, not just what you're reading in People Magazine, but, like, shit that we do here. Like, she really invented that on the radio, 
And she deserves so much credit. And then with her husband, Kevin, who was living with uh, another woman for 10 years, nine minutes away in a house that Wendy's money bought, you know, like the story is so crazy. And Wendy goes like all out on the documentary. Like she is personal. She's talking about the fainting. It was so good. And I had so much respect for Wendy after the documentary that I actually feel like them putting that movie together is so like, it's disgraceful to her story because it made it into a joke. Like it was literally like, it was awful. I mean, but that's what they do. Like, that's uh, yeah. what those movies are. I to, had never seen I'm, one. I'm, I, yeah, you went in with a false set of expectations. Um, that's what it is. It was so bizarre. And like, but I'm I, glad that you liked the documentary and that you got so much out of it. And I'm I, like, my respect for Wendy Williams. Through the roof. Through the fucking roof. Like, no one worked harder to get where she is. And it makes sense why she's been on the, the air for so long. And how people just like really like love her. Like the whole thing. Everything I know about her like now started to make sense and all the messiness. It was actually really interesting because I feel like for a while we were reporting on here like consecutively about her marriage, about her living in a halfway house. And the story that like her side of the story is actually crazy. She was like, I was not an addict. Like Kevin made me like do all these things. He was her manager. He was a producer on the show. And he was just the one like moving, you know, making all these moves so that like it would be like a good explanation for what was going on. Like it was. So when she was in the halfway house, she wasn't. In no, an she was living in a halfway house, though, but she said she was not an addict. But I thought at that point, Kevin had already, like, they had already separated. I don't think so. I think it was, like, right after that. Okay. And then he stopped, like, being a producer on the show and, like, stopped controlling everything. And now she's, like, living her best right. life. She moved into Manhattan. Like, she's eating caviar with Doritos. Like, it was everything. She's just, it was real. And, oh, and she, every, she's the type of person who, like, she'd be talking about, like, quantum physics. And it's just funny. Like, she's hysterical. Yes. And it was really, really good. Like, oh, that's so exciting. Highly recommend. I'm Not it- the movie, the documentary. Okay, don't get confused. I'm going to add it to my content plate. I highly recommend. That sounds great. Also, before we get into everything, I went skiing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I had the most amazing ski day I think like of my life Mm -hmm. it was so beautiful sunny blue skies snow on the trees it was it was cold too but it was just like an amazing skiing day and like especially you know they say east coast trails aren't as great as west coast and we see who the fuck says that no, no that's like it that's what people say? No, no, that's like fact. Those people sound so pretentious. No, no, no. Like no, a, it's like a, a skiing, mountain is a mountain. No, no, no. But like skiing in Utah or like Wyoming is so far superior to skiing like upstate mm. or on the East Coast. I don't know. The mountains are just the mountain ranges are bigger and wider. There's more trails. There's more variety. That's what they say. Sounds snobby. It's sure. But like it's just I what think it's say. like I think it's geographical fact. Mm, I don't know. And it was just amazing. My friends and I, we were all skiing like at the same level and I skied like the best I've ever skied. And it was just the last time I skied with my friends at this mountain, like was the first time I ever skied and it was oh, a yeah. disaster. Like I had never skied before and I never thought I would ski again. And so like to come back so strong Feels and just good. be like the same person on the same mountain, but like a completely different girl. Shoop, shoop, shoop. It was shoop. really like, shoop. it was wonderful. So I just, I had a very fulfilling weekend. So did I, but in different ways. Because like I just ate everything, whereas it seems. Oh, like I did that too. You oh were my god! Like, in other ways. literally, I had to pull my pony so tight today to pull my face Scalp, back to the yeah. size you guys saw it on Friday. Well, the problem was that like me and Margot were there, and um, Brian's friend John was there, who's an amazing cook. So it's like, you want a snack? Okay, John will whip up a roast chicken. Like he's just, and he makes it like real hearty meal. So it's like I was eating for snacks like chili, queso. Like I wasn't eating like cookies. I was literally having like full blown meals. Handmade pizza, a penne alla vodka. Like Ooh. it was just, it was like having a chef. It was amazing. That sounds really amazing. Well, at least you ate good. Like the worst is when you eat so much and it's all crap. Crap, yeah. So um, that's all you can ask for. 
I'm really, really excited to talk about the Super Bowl. Like, I have many a thought. Okay, so you want to get right into it? I mean, I'm all caught up. Are you? I, I think so. I mean, you know, something might slip out later on. You can't really, you can't really you never predict. Know. But also, if you're watching on YouTube, like, we're definitely so blown out right now because the sun is crazy. We're recording a little bit later than usual. But I think it it's looks getting cool. hot in it looks, here. It's getting hot in here. So much sun. Um, so let's just get into the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> and Jackie, I asked you this once, and I'm going to ask you again. Okay. What is black and white? And red all over. Claude, you're killing me. You don't know? I don't want to get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's the zebra. Insurance (laughs) can be complicated, and that's why the zebra was created. When you use thezebra.com, insurance finally feels like it's in black and white. No more confusion, just honest rates from real companies. The zebra is the nation's leading insurance comparison site for car and home insurance. They can help you save money today. It's so easy. Go to thezebra.com and answer a few questions to compare accurate insurance quotes for free. And don't worry, the zebra protects your personal information and makes sure there are no hidden fees or surprises along the way. The best part is that you can secure your insurance from thezebra.com or over the phone from one of their licensed insurance agents. How much money can you save on car or home insurance? Visit thezebra.com slash toast. That's T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A dot com slash toast for insurance in black and white. We'd love to see it. Okay, first story, the weekend rocks the Super Bowl halftime performance. May's moment becomes a viral meme. Yes. What did you think? The weekend took his talents to the Super Bowl last night for the halftime show and performed a medley of his greatest hits. You know, I, I have uh, many thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if people are going to like them. I'd, let's just start. Let me let's, say. Let's hear him. I was very excited for the weekend. Like, I think he's... The perfect type. It was a good choice. Like, mm-hmm. he has tons of hits. He's an unbelievable singer, which is, like, really hard to find these days. Like, people who don't sound so different from, like, their iTunes version versus their live versions. And I had heard that he had put $7 million of his own dollars into production. Like, he needed more money, so he just put his own money. So I'm like, we're getting a show. We're getting lights, camera, action, dancers. We're getting everything of the sort. We got dancers. Yeah. I was just, like, underwhelmed by the whole thing. First and foremost... His, like, audio was off. Like, the music was so loud, I couldn't hear his voice that yeah. well. And that was really bothering me. Yeah, that's annoying. Can't imagine how he feels about Like, that must be the most frustrating thing. Yeah, and, like, that happens a lot of the times at, like, award shows, whatever. That can't happen at the Super Bowl. That's the first thing. The second thing was, like, I really just felt like he just, like, stood there. And when I think of, like, some of my favorite performances of years past, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, like, these predominantly women, like, are doing the most. Dancing, act, uh, costume change, like, song, song, belt, belt. Like, just doing the most. And just the weekend, like, just stood there, like, with all these dancers who were, like, I don't know why he had so many dancers when they were just, like, standing there in their face things. Like, I don't know. I was just, like, so underwhelmed by the whole performance. Yeah. I like the song choices. I think, like, Same. the whole um, repertoire was just, like, really fun, great music. But firstly, I didn't like that it was in the stands. Same. I love when it's on the field. It's, like, it's so cool that, like, they play football here and we're singing here. It's the best part. It's the best part. And so the fact that it was in the stands just, like, made it even, like, more of this, like, weird Super Bowl. Like, yeah. we're not even getting a, a, a whole ha- like we're getting this section of the stands we're not even getting this the field then when he came down to the field and all the dancers came down I was like this is gonna be the craziest moment and they played binding blinding lights which is the best song mm-hmm. like ever and 
it was so lackluster. And then afterwards, and do the TikTok dance. They should have done the TikTok dance. I don't know if that was a consideration, but they have all of these people. They have this viral dance. You know, everyone at home is doing it because it's like a family dance. Yeah, kids do with their parents because it's like easy. And so it would have been just so cool and so like 2021 meta if everyone on TV and at home was doing the TikTok dance. Yeah. And I thought that was such a missed opportunity. Couldn't agree more. And now it's like, when I think back to last year, like, do you remember how J-Lo and Shakira were doing the most, like belly dancing on the pole, like all these different types of dance movements and things. Like there was just like so much work. And I just saw him stand there. Yeah, and like he was like, you know, walking here, walking there. And I almost threw up in the fun house of mirrors and lights. Like it was just, it was so, sorry, like not great. It wasn't great. It was a decent TV performance for a game that's not the Super Bowl. Agreed completely. I, I wish, I, I, wish I utilized more of the field. I didn't know that I would feel so strongly about field utilization. Yeah, and <laughs> then they just had this like big thing of like m- there was an orchestra and like also some of them were dancers and he just got lost in the sea of randomness. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was kind of let down. Yeah, I, I agree. But always entertaining and always yeah. appreciate a performance. Always. So. Should we put in our predictions for next year? Because I think like we're we're rounding the corner to when it's Taylor Swift's time. You do? Well, I think, I feel like Drake could do it. That's so funny. I was having that conversation with someone literally. Well, because he was in a commercial last night, which was like an amazing Drake from State Farm. Drake from State Farm. And then it got me thinking that like he should be doing the Super Bowl at some point. Well, I was talking, I I forgot, I I was having a conversation. I'm like, you know, I think he's more famous than The Weeknd, but The Weeknd has more like radio hits that more of America would know. I don't know about that. Really? Drake's been around for like, longer I know but like every single one of the weekend song becomes like a number one Ryan Seacrest top 40 like thing so does Drake though not really but but really like um hotline bling Kiki do you love me yeah you know um God's plan God's plan there's so many like it's insane and when when that staircase opened up and he went into the fun house of lights. I did think someone was going to come out. I'm like, oh my God, please, like, SZA, come save this. Like, someone. Like, he actually, he really could have used... And I usually don't like when people bring other people yeah. out. I think he could have used some support. Yeah. I'm like, Beyonce, save us. Like, something. <laughs> yeah, but he said he wasn't going to, so I really wasn't waiting for I it. I know. But the stairs open, so I'm like... Oh, and Saweetie, like, posted something on her Instagram, like, two days ago that made it seem like she was hinting she was going to be at the Super Bowl. So I'm like, oh my God, Saweetie's coming. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Um, so who do you think it could be next year? I just feel like, I feel like it could be Ari. I think it's Taylor Swift's time. I think enough time has passed. I know that she was in a lengthy, um, contract with Diet Coke for a while Mm -hmm. that I would say ended about five years ago. And I think those contracts also have non-competes for a certain amount of time afterward. And because it's the Pepsi halftime show for a while, that's not been something she's been able to do. But I think she's so far beyond that, um, contract now. I think we might. I think it might be her time. And sorry, she would be perfect. She no one be. puts together like a performance with music, fire, dancers, like a spectacle better than Taylor Swift. She would be great. I'm going to put in my prediction. Pink. Please, please. <laughs> I love pink. I think she would be sensational. And I think that she would be excited to do it. I think like I just feel like Taylor Swift is not going to do it for whatever reason, whether it's them or her. It's just not going to work out. I feel like pink, they can make it work. I feel that. You know? Yeah. So it was... Well, the thing is, is like Taylor does not perform music from like her first six albums. And those are the songs we would need, you know? she doesn't? Because they're purchased by Scooter Braun. Hmm. So like since that whole thing has happened, I don't think she's really performed or released like um, 
like her city of lover she doesn't do anything before lover interesting but since they don't get paid to do the super bowl like they can't really be paying for the rights doesn't like nobody get paid uh, no i think the the licensing like the songs get paid really yeah could be a good workaround yeah but i think it's like illegal to play music on tv without like p- paying the publishing rights and stuff okay so well then maybe thoughts. not those are my thoughts okay well other big news around the super bowl commercials Oh, and the other two performances. Oh, yes. I missed all the beginning performances what? because I lost track of time making my spinach artichoke dip. And I didn't oh, know fuck. that it was even 6.30 until you said that you love the, the national anthem. And I was like, shit, fuck. And then there was a Roku and I had to find the channel. So I missed it all. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you what happened. SZA slayed us. Like, just murdered us with her electric guitar. And her... Oh, my God. Sorry. Her slayed us with her electric guitar and her delicious voice it was is it god bless america or america the beautiful i can never remember i I think it's god bless america it was stunning like her her voice was so beautiful and i loved it and i usually don't like when they play an instrument at the same time because i'm like you know just focus on one yeah but she killed both like it was really a beautiful rendition and i was very excited about it and it was america the beautiful america the beautiful sorry and then I knew Jasmine Sullivan was singing the national anthem because I saw her on Watch Rappin's Live. I didn't know it was a duet. And then I'm like, Eric Church. And I thought it was going to be weird. I'm not going to lie. It was stunning. Like, I have to watch it. It was a different rendition, which I think, honestly, the Star Spangled Banner is probably one of my favorite songs, you could say. One of. And I don't like when they stray from the original. That's why Whitney's was so good because it was like the original on steroids. Like she took it to another planet. Mm -hmm. So they did this like weird little electric guitar thing, but it totally worked. And their voices, you never would have thought like men blended perfectly. Like she's very soulful. She has this delicious voice, like belty voice. And he's like, you know, raspy country. It blended beautifully. And I don't know if like the world loved it, but I Loved it. I, I was like getting chills. I always get the chills when like they show, you know, the troops and then the planes yes. and they were in Kuwait. Like I always like start crying, but it was really good. I think that's, I think I cried because it was really good also. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Were those all the performances that you saw? Yes, there were two in the beginning and then the Super Bowl. Sweet. I mean, I, the I'm halftime gonna, show. I'm going to have to catch up with them. I was so annoyed because that's always my favorite part. No, I literally would not let anyone get up to do anything. No, I'm like, I, I put com- the TV on at six because I know that it happens before 6.30. I completely lost track of time. Like, I didn't even know I was in the realm of, of Super Bowl time. Like, yeah. I just... It crept up on you. I, I played myself. Mm, congratulations. Okay. Now for the commercials. Here are the top 10 commercials according to People, and I think we have similar tastes. People Magazine or People... Magazine. As a generalization of People. People Magazine. Okay. First one, Amazon Alexa, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. That wasn't my favorite. My favorite was Rocket Mortgage with Tracy Morgan, because like you put Tracy Morgan in anything, and it's stellar. But the yeah. Alexa one was really good, too. The Alexa one was really good, and a great... like It was funny, and it was also like germane to the product which I feel like there were so many commercials where it's like okay we have this message and we have this product and they just never met in the middle let's talk about Bruce Springsteen's three-hour commercial with Jeep where you didn't even see a car and yeah and it's like what is this a commercial for yeah and he's talking and talking there's a church in Kansas I'm like this is a tourism commercial for Kansas like yeah it was so boring that was probably the worst commercial also if I wasn't sitting with my friends who knew who he was I would have never known that was Bruce Springsteen oh I would have he looked really old though I did not I would never would have known the crazy thing was like they he's probably of all the people that were on um commercials probably one of the most expensive and it was the worst commercial yeah congratulations jeep you played yourself (laughs) (laughs) okay next commercial which was so cute was the cheetos with mila kunis ashton kutcher i have a i had a major problem with it why the singing ashton kutcher like it it was like dubbed over and it was like 
I saw her in the shower. It was like <laughs> so broken. Like the, the, the song was being sung so poorly. Like I had a major, pro- like musically as someone with perfect pitch, like I had such a problem with, with the discography of the particular okay, but commercial. Shaggy came in and sort of like saved the, the concept the was really cute. Yeah. The concept was cute, but I also didn't like the way that it was filmed. It was like a little too, um, HD hmm. for me. And then like, just, it was gross. It was <laughs> by the mouth. Like, it was hard. I don't know. I love the concept though, and and I think that this like these three people were great choices. Like, yes. to be in your commercial. Do you think that? And I felt this way that probably more than ever, each commercial had more celebrities per capita than the others because like well, there were just celebrities haven't worked all year and like they're ready for like an easy Super Bowl paycheck. That's so interesting. There were the ones with the streaming services where they like put all of their Snooki, celebrities. That was in. funny. Um, so in those, it felt like every celebrity was there. But on the other hand, I think it, it's a weird year to be incorporating so much celebrity into your advertisements because they're less relevant than ever. And I think that I actually felt like there should be less. I I didn't feel like there was more, but I also felt like there should, there should be less. I felt like there was very few commercials that only had one celebrity. It was literally the Doritos, Matthew McConaughey one and the Jeep one, the Jeep long ass short film with Bruce Springsteen. I felt like so many celebrities this year were like down to do it because think about it. Like we were closed down for so long that they haven't worked. And one commercial is literally millions of dollars. Yeah. Okay. Next commercial was Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Um, Which one was this? They were like under a table, this wedding party. I think I, the lemons were falling from the sky. I missed, I missed the whole point. Also, I thought we reported that those beer brands like weren't doing commercials because they were going to focus on the vaccine. I didn't see like one emphasis on the vaccine in every commercial. I'm like, is this a vaccine one? Wait, where's the short film about COVID? (laughs) I I must have missed it. Oh, the commercial that I loved, which is the next one, was the Squarespace 5 to 9. Yes. Working 5 to 9. And it's all about your passion projects and your side hustle. And And when Dolly was like on the magazine cover. Being so cute. All about what you do like with the time that you're not working and and you can be using Squarespace to really like work on your dreams. I thought it was perfection. I agree. It was very cute. And like well done filmed sets, everything. Original music. I want to say 10 out of 10. I agree. And so far my favorite commercial that, that we've spoken of. Okay. Then there was Uber Eats, Wayne's World. I think I was getting a snack. Yeah. Um, don't care. Then there was Cadillac Edward Caesarhands. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. Um, like, he can't do anything right, but he can drive a Cadillac. Because like, it's hands-free. I didn't really... Like, I liked seeing him as Edward Caesarhands, And if there is ever, like, a reboot, it obviously has to be played by him. But I, I didn't see the line, like, the thread. Like, how does that have the, to do with a Cadillac? So the thread is that they were promoting the hands-free feature right. on their new Cadillac. So even if you have scissor hands, yeah. you couldn't mess that and up. And Winona was in it, too. And she plays that role in the actual movie. She was, like, reprising her role. So yeah, that's, no, I know. So that's pretty Do cool. you ever see Edward Scissorhands? I think so. You just sounded like someone who's never well, seen it. Well, I just read it, and I was like, oh... Okay. It's such a good movie. I think I've seen it, but I just, I think some people. It's a little scary. It's like, yeah, it's just a little spooky. Um, but I, it yeah, was, it wasn't my favorite. But it was like artfully done, and I think it was a good commercial. Agreed. Rocket Mortgage, Tracy Morgan. Winner. Number of commercials, same concept, different spins, perfection. Which I love, because you know what's become my favorite little trendy like commercial that's not even a Super Bowl, but those progressive commercials with the guy who stops you from becoming your parents? <laughs> And he's like, he just says like the, if you ever actually watch it, they're really like mini short films. Like they're so funny. Yeah. He's like, guys, the waiter doesn't need to know your name. He doesn't care. It's just like really funny. I really <laughs> like those commercials. They should have done like a, 
a big, big spe- spectacular last yeah, night. Yeah, but clearly they've already made an impression. They're killing it. Like, that guy is hysterical. And when it comes to Rocket Mortgage, certain is better. It is. You're right. Right? Like, pretty sure it's not enough. No, it's not. Okay, next one. I actually thought this was a great commercial. T-Mobile with Adam Levine, Gwen Stefani, and Blake Shelton. Hysterical. Where the connection's messed up, and she gets the opposite of what she asked for for a Hysterical. date. Hysterical. Someone uncultured. It was so funny. <laughs> From another country. <laughs> um, General Motors with Will Farrell. I think people were talking loudly. I missed the point. Okay, I saw Aquafina was in it too. He's like, meet me in Norway. Made literally no sense, but had lots of celebrities. There were other people in it too. Yeah. Whose names I can Keenan recall. Thompson was in it also. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you know Keenan's getting his own sitcom on NBC? Yes, I do. I've seen commercials. Where, where are the ad dollars? Like, how is... Like, First of all, I only found out about it because when I was watching SNL, why are they not promoting it? Because that's going to be really good. Yeah. Where's sure. the Where's the budget? I actually had been see- seeing commercials for it. I don't think that's true. Okay. And then 10th was Toyota Spot featuring American Paralympic swimmer Jessica Long. One that you didn't mention is also the Mountain Dew one with John Cena. And it's like if you correct the, the guess, if you guess the correct amount of Mountain Dews that fall out of the trunk right now and tweet it at us, you'll win a million dollars, the first person. And did someone win? I, I didn't follow up, but I thought it was a cute concept. I missed that, but that is a cute concept. There was another celebrity in the car with him, but I don't remember who. There was just so many celebrities last night. Mm-hmm. And he, oh, you know which commercial I liked? Um, Amy Schumer for Hellman. Yes! Funny. Yeah. Funny. I wasn't um, expecting to see her either, but she hasn't worked. Everyone's, they got to pay their bills. Yes. And again, an honorable mention to the State Farm, Drake from State Farm. Like, very cute. I don't know why people didn't feel the need to include it, but. Yeah, because that, they also had Paul Rudd. It was very funny. Yeah, it was star-studded. So any other commercials you want to mention? It's hard to remember them all. It is. Um, the, the Also one they didn't mention was Matthew McConaughey and Doritos 3D, how he feels flat. Oh. Like cardboard, and then when he eats the 3D, he like comes to life. I just have to say, like justice for him, because when they had him walking around as like a cardboard figure, he looked so ugly. Like he just—he's such a handsome man, and they like made him ugly. You I know? missed it. But then when he came back to life, he became 3D. He was like sexy again. But I just felt like for 75% of the commercial, he just wasn't looking his best. Damn, that sucks. Like you, it's the biggest night of the year. Yeah, you know Matthew McConaughey does quite a few commercials. Like he does. Lincoln. I mean, he clearly like tests well with um, America audiences. You're yeah. right. Um, also, did you notice that Robin Hood had a commercial? Disgraceful. Disgraceful. What they What they say? I didn't see it. Like they just um, had a commercial as if like you know we're all investors. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one commercial I wanted to mention. Please do. Okay, Oatly. Okay. Where they had their own CEO sitting in a field singing a song. Yes. Okay. Not going to lie. Like, if I had a successful company, I would probably do the same thing. But that doesn't make it a good idea. Like, this guy obviously just has, like, a team of people around him who just, like, say yes. Like, you're doing great, Rob, or whatever his (laughs) name is. And that was... Tony. (laughs) Tony. That was so bad. Like, and that was... That was the worst one. Okay. Like, we were all, like, laughing at him, you know? Like... (laughs) And I'm sure that's not what he thought was going to happen. He thought, you know, people would turn on the TV, see his commercial, and be like, wow, I should try Oatly. This guy's handsome. And instead, I was like, I'm never fucking drinking Oatly. This guy's dope. Or maybe they were like, we're doing a Super Bowl commercial. We probably can't be the best, but maybe we could be the worst. And therefore, memorable. And memorable. And they're going to talk about it on the morning toast. Yeah. No, and I now, mean, Oatly, like, how are you? And it's like milk-free milk. Like, what is it? Honestly, like, that sounds good because we were saying milk is a little weird. Yeah, like, it's like cow titty juice. Like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So. But sorry to be harsh with that CEO, but if you're going to put yourself he, out there, it really was not it. Like, Yeah. 
I think he's grateful for the press. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. Like, there is a method to atrocious commercials. Yes. There's something there. There's something there. There was also one commercial where it was, like, an office space, and they were like, he whipped out his opinion. Oh, yeah, it was like, um... What was it for? It was for... You um, whipped it out last week at happy hour. I honestly thought it was very inappropriate. Yes, it's getting backlash. It As is, it should. It is the one commercial uh, with backlash. Because first of all, there's kids around. Second of all, don't make light of workplace that, harassment. That's exactly what, what's going on. I was on. watching it. I'm like, am I? is this real? Mm-hmm. What company was it? Um... I would have to do a little bit more research. But it was bad. It yeah, that I did see that as well. B-A-D. I'm sorry that you had to it was, watch that. I mean, I was fine. I was just like, the ad council is going to get an earful. <laughs> okay. So that's our Super Bowl recap. Is there any other moments, highlights you wanted to discuss? Anything you want to say to Jackson Mahomes? Obviously, he had a hard night. Yeah, no, it was... It was obviously like hard for everyone, but especially Jackson Mahomes. And I just want him to know I'm thinking about him. He changed his TikTok bio. I'm the kid who gets bullied. Still here. And I just have so much respect for him. Like, love him. You Sending have more him respect love. for him after last night? Yeah, no, it's not easy. Because you know all the kids on TikTok, like, wanted them to lose. So, like, for it's because it's not for even the about... same reason you wanted him to win. Yeah. And, like, I just, I hope he's having a good day. Okay. I'm thinking of him. It's so sweet of you. Okay, next story, a little sports-adjacent relationship news that just really took the sports-adjacent relationship world by storm. Is it the sports-adjacent relationship news that just took the sports relationship-adjacent news story world by storm that's brought to you by Framebridge? Yes. Crazy. <laughs> Framebridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. Music to my ears. <laughs> Add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift. From art prints and diplomas to photos sitting on your phone, you can FrameBridge just about anything. Here's how it works. Go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging if you want to mail in a physical piece. You preview your item in dozens of frames, styles, and gallery wall layouts. You choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39, and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code toast like the framing industry is so old school and framebridge just revitalized the whole thing because first of all it just really shouldn't be that hard to frame stuff like mm -hmm. it's so expensive and like it's just so unnecessary and it's so overcomplicated. like framebridge really simplifies it it's perfect if you're moving into a new place or you're in a dorm room and you just want like cute pictures of you and your friends the fact that you can upload straight from your phone it's fabulous. It's yeah. really easy to use, and it's so reasonably priced. You can get pictures of you and your friends framed, or you can just get pictures of yourself and framed and put it in your bedroom. And like that's what Jackie O does. And that's what I do, and it's honestly iconic. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code TOAST to save an additional 15% off your first order. That's framebridge.com, promo code TOAST. Framebridge.com, promo code TOAST. Everything of the sort. Everything of the sort. Now, for the big sports-adjacent relationship news, Aaron Rodgers says that he's engaged days after Shailene Woodley dating rumors. So Aaron Rodgers got the Most Valuable Player Award during Saturday night's NFL Honors. Congratulations to Aaron and the whole Rodgers family. That does seem weird because, like, if you were the most valuable player, wouldn't like, you be, at the, you be at the Super Bowl? I think it's, like, and, like, all of these awards, like, minus the people who are playing because they can't come to the to the got awards, it, got right? it. That's fair. Um, and then, like, the Super Bowl has an MVP also. Right, right. Which went to, I obviously. wonder who was last night's MVP. My boyfriend. I don't know if you, have you met him yet? Tom? Really? He didn't really stand out. I call him Tommy. Thing. It's really so crazy that he won. We haven't even discussed, like, the sporting aspect of the fact that the Bucks won. Like, Tom Brady can just go to any team and just win a Super Bowl. Like, he is 
the greatest of all time. Truly. Yeah. And I thought for sure, like that he was just like trying to prove a point, like winning one last Super Bowl, and like he was going to retire now. But it, like he said when he won, like I'm not going anywhere. Why would he retire? He literally just proved that he is the best player in the game. Period. At any age, like because that's like for for sports, like you go out on you top. go out on top. But like when you're, st- but he doesn't you- feel like he's. I would if, Done. if I were a top athlete, I wouldn't go out when I'm like clearly in my prime. I would go out when I'm like number two or three, yeah. still at the top, but not like I'm a waste just to sit at home. Yeah, the thing is, is that like they're more inclined to go out on top because like if, if Tom Brady leaves now, great, like he left after just like this miraculous Super Bowl. Whereas if he goes next year and he loses, like you go out on a loss, like it's not a risk you want to take, especially when money isn't even really a factor, like. Yeah, but, or he could win again. Like, you know, of course, but then it's a gamble. Like, at this point, it's like, no, I won, I, I did it, I could bounce. Ga- I think he's a gambling man. I guess I'm, so. I'm we'll not, see. but you are. You would keep going, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, especially if you were in Pennsylvania. I have very bad judgment <laughs> when it comes to gambling. I don't know if I'm the person to ask. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers won the NF- NFL NB- MVP, and he revealed that he's engaged just days after reports surfaced as he's dating Shailene Woodley. He said, quote, it's an honor to win this award for the third time. 2020 was definitely a crazy year, filled with lots of change, growth, some amazing memorable moments, 180 straight days of having my nose hair scraped, playing for le- very little fans or no stands the entire season. I got engaged, and I played some of the best football of my career. So he thanked, he then thanked his fiance without naming names. But he said he also got engaged. So that's two confirmations. Two, two confirmations that he's an engaged man. Days before the woman of his, the apple of his eye is Shailene Woodley. I think it's safe to say he's engaged to Shailene Woodley. Yeah, no, and I know they like just announced it, but we were talking about it in July. So they've been together for close to a year, I would think. And the fact that we know so little about it like makes me feel like this could be it. Like I him. know. like, And also when you do get engaged quickly, but not too quickly, I just feel like it, it bodes well. And also given the fact that I would never pair these two people together makes me think like maybe it's love. No, maybe like we're not seeing something, but there's no, something the to see. the only way that these two people like get engaged is if they're in love. Well, yeah, right? hopefully. No, but like sometimes you get you or you date someone for the idea of them. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Big hunky football player. But these two have player. nothing in common. Right. So they must just genuinely love each other. Well, one, one can hope, you know? Yeah. I think that's great. Aaron Rodgers has had quite like, you know, a journey in his personal life and we're happy for him. But he clearly just like wants love, you know? He's, yes. He's constantly in a relationship, like long term, trying to make it work, I'm yeah. assuming. And I think he's... He just wants a committed relationship, and I hope that's what he's found here. But personally, I'm still not um, building a ship, but I think I'm going to take a ride on someone else's little cruise. Yeah, no, definitely a like a tour. A cruise. A tour. I'm not ready to make a full commitment because I've never even seen a picture of the two of them, you know? Yes, I agree. And I still see it as an odd pairing. I'm not going to lie. I agree. But nonetheless, happy for them. Know that I am. Even if I can understand that's literally it i can't understand no and i refuse to but i'm happy for them (laughs) but i'm trying i'm trying okay next story more relationship news the rest of the show is relationship news i guess like super bowl and it's february brings out like the love oh yeah it's cuffing season it's cuffing season but j-lo and a-rod hit the super bowl 2021 amid malice madison Lacroix drama so we're just pretending like this shit doesn't exist right i want to talk about this like this strategy of them just ignoring the fact that like another celebrity is saying that she had conversations with your man okay 
celebrity is a strong word because yes, she's very famous, but I think in JLo's eyes, she's like an influencer slash reality star. Like, I don't think JLo wants to, in, in her opinion, I mean, I don't know JLo personally, but it seems like this would be like for her to acknowledge it, like a step down. JLo's the biggest star in the world and this is like a small reality show. A hundred percent. But it's like, it's out there in a very major way. It's on TV. I think J-Lo even watches Bravo sometimes. Like, For sure. It's not something that's just going away. Yeah. And, but they're acting like it is. They put up a united front at Super Bowl 2021, their first public appearance since the rumors swirled. Um, In a video posted to A-Rod's Instagram account on Sunday, he and J-Lo are seen walking side by side after exiting a private jet. So if we were waiting for any sort of breakup breakup or statement or, you know, statement saying that they are, you know, working on their relationship, committed to each other, blah, 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 it's not happening. I don't know. I just feel like the fact that he got caught with Madison LaCroix is definitely not you know, a one-time thing. I'm sure that there have been many incidents if he's this messy, like... Right, and there were so many, I mean, obviously unverified accounts, but, yeah. like, in a lot of these accounts that we're sharing that Madison was talking about, A-Rod, we're also sharing other women talking sharing about their, their stories. So, like, maybe she knows, and, like, this is just a part of their arrangement, because I don't know why you would let a man embarrass you like that if you didn't, like, if you weren't okay with it. Yeah, but I definitely am just, like, looking at them not questionably the no I mean we literally said last week how I thought they were the best couple to ever exist in the entire history of Hollywood and now I'm like I feel embarrassed for for them like this is so like tacky this whole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. like FaceTiming younger girls like why I loved them so much they were like such an age-appropriate couple and they were just like doing the most for everyone and everything and like they were so supportive of each other's businesses like and now I'm just like you're embarrassing us A-Rod like mm-hmm. get it together Get it together. Well, fifth and final story. No shade to Madison LaCroix. I'm just no. saying, like, in terms of their relationship. Yeah. Because Madison LaCroix is beautiful. Like, if I was A-Rod, I'd probably call her, too. <laughs> FaceTime. FaceTime. Um, fifth and final story, a little more relationship news. Is it the fifth and final story, a little bit more relationship news that's brought to you by Manscaped? You know what? It's actually not. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you want so to So it's be? not? It could be. I could No, be. you tell me. I have an opening. No, you tell me. This is your ship. Steer us. It's brought to you by Manscaped. It is. I was just teasing you guys. Um, if you're looking for a Valentine's Day present, you got to get Manscaped all the way. Give the best present of all this holiday season, the company that offers precision engineered tools for your man's family jewels. Honestly, that's an amazing Valentine's Day present because I just got it for Zach for just, you know, being him yeah and he absolutely loved it and I think that's such a perfect Valentine's Day gift because one it's useful but it also like sets the mood a little bit yeah no Manscaped is just a great brand because I think like a lot of times at least Ben like he's weird about stuff you know mm-hmm. but Manscaped is like yeah you know we're gonna skate yeah we're it's, men it's just branded really well and the products are excellent and Ben has been using the razor a lot and it's like a thoughtful gift and it's also like a little kinky a little. So the one that we got from Manscaped is their new pa- uh, performance package. And we really, uh, I, at my house, we love it. All the products are so cute. So like on Ben's side, they look all like, you know, sleek and sexy. And they have great products. They have great um, razors. That's like their, their best product that Ben is obsessed with. The Manscaped performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. So if your man struggles with hygiene and you're just looking for like a, a subtle way to 
tell him you love him this Valentine's Day, head over to Manscaped. Their package comes with all the tools to clean up his delicate places. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system, so it'll cut the shit out of those nose hairs. The Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, tugs, and all those delicate holes. So 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff so why not use the best tools out there and you can get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code morning at manscaped.com all of their products they have a crop preserver a crop reviver they've got a lawn mower they're all named really fun but they all work really really well 20 percent off anything on the website manscaped.com but in order to get that 20 percent off you got to use the code morning ladies this is the perfect gift for you and your man trust me he will thank you and men make this the number one thing on your wish list get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code morning at manscaped.com your man snowballs will thank you lol Okay, sorry. Fifth and final story. Fifth and final story. You're not going to like this. Ooh. Peter Weber and Kelly Flanagan are, quote, working on their relationship as they reunite at a Super Bowl event. Peter and Kelly made fans go wild after they were spotted at the same pre-Super Bowl LV parties over the weekend. I personally prefer Super Bowl Gucci, but that's <laughs> just me. I really? Saw- I'm much more of a Super Bowl product. I'm a Super Bowl fan, really, but Super Bowl LV was very, very sweet, honestly. Very. Um, they were both at the same party, and a source tells E! News that they were together the entire night. As a source put it, they looked happy and were having fun drinking and dancing together and with their friends. So, it... it like, I'm happy for them. I just don't ship these two at ever. I've said this once, I've said it again. Like, queens do not belong with sorry people. I agree, but you know what? I hate Peter. I saw this news. When you said queens don't agree, don't relationship with sorry people, I was like, yes, yes. But when I saw that they like were working on the relationship and like were seen together, I was honestly happy. I really no. like them. I like them. No, I'm happy for Peter that like he has one good thing going for him, which is like taste because Kelly's a fucking queen. But I'm like still mad at all the time Peter wasted during his season. Like he was honestly, in recent memory, the worst bachelor of our time. I don't know. I remember, the indecisiveness I always, and then Maddie remember, and Hannah Ann and then ended up with rem- Kelly. Like No, but it was like that sounds like a, a journey and that sounds interesting. You always remember things more fondly than when you actually experience them. And now I'm like, Peter. Oh, I haven't had that. Even though I'm the queen of like hating things when I'm in it. And then like years later, I'm like, that was great. Yeah. But no, with Peter, he's aged very poorly in my mind. Oh, in my mind, it's like him and Kelly. It's just all very redeeming. And it's an unconventional way that they, it's all kind of strange. But the fact that they were together for so long, I was like, okay, this is it. And so I kind of want them to get back together. I don't know. I've said it once. I've said, said it again. Queens do not hang out with sorry people. Okay. Well. And that's, by the way, that's just the way the world works. Like I... That's just how it is. Well, you know, I kind of like when we disagree on stuff because it's like no matter what happens, one of us will be happy with the outcome. That's true. And it's better than both of us being unhappy. That's so true. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, So those were the Fast Five. Speaking of The Bachelor, it's on tonight. Yes. So we're back on our weekly recaps. Bachelor, we've got this week, the Salt Lake City reunion start. OC just ended. Thank God. Southern Charm just ended, right? Is there one more? No, it ended. Fabulous. I just need... And Jersey starts soon. So Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. Very, very excited. And I think that's it. I think that's it. I didn't watch Atlanta last night because... Oh my gosh, me neither. I don't even know if it was on. Oh, it wasn't wasn't on. on because of the Super Bowl. Great. And so yes, we'll be back tomorrow with the Bachelor recap and just another fabulous show by two fabulous gals. Just like a crazy week. Now that it started in this way, I think it's actually going to go the rest quickly because I feel very rushed. Me too. 
So I'm excited and I hope everyone had a great weekend. We look forward to another fabulous week of TMT. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. This has been my pleasure as a New York Times bestselling author to greet you this morning. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.